Hello, world, and welcome to Cartridge Club Portable. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and with me this month, I have two very special guests that I am proud to announce. The first is the one, the only, Mighty Q-Dog, a.k.a. Eric. How you doing, Eric? I'm good, Curtis. How are you? I am fantastic. Glad to have you here. Absolutely. And uh, this other guest, a little bit of a surprise, kind of last minute. I don't know if you listened to a little podcast called Retro Fandango, uh, but he made a case and it was a well-made argument and I decided to have him on. He is now going to be the first ever person, man or woman, to be on all, is it five? Are you going to be on five? Five, yeah. Five, all five, like Game of the Month, Movie of the Month, whatever, Cartridge Club affiliated podcasts. He's going to be the first person to be on all of them in one month. That's right. And that is the one, the only, Kevin, a.k.a. Buried on Mars. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you for that wonderful intro. I'm ecstatic (laughs) to be here, and I'm so happy that we were able to put this together, even though it was all last minute. Absolutely. Well, glad to have you here. You are definitely stealing Eric's thunder. Haven't had Eric. (laughs) Sorry, Eric. I'll be quiet now. That was it. I just wanted to be on. (laughs) I was pumped to have a a little one-on-one, very intimate rap session with my buddy Eric, and then Kevin Uh has to come and and ruin it all. But no, we're very, we're very happy to have you here. I'm happy to take a back seat. It's just that I just had to be on. I just have to be on as a guest. I don't really have to contribute anything. No, no, no. Look, whatever (laughs) you can contribute is great. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on Nano Stray 2. I know this is one of your favorite games of all time. You, you've played it, you beat it, you know it like the back of your hand. I cannot wait to hear what you thought about it. Yeah, I'm going to uh, fire it up right now while you do the intro. Uh, Great. Give, it, give you my first impressions. <laughs> Great. And that, that's the, the Rambok, Rambok style, right? That's right. Uh, Rambok, I think he played an hour or two of Axiom Verge, though, before he came on. So this is like, I'm going full Rambox. I'm, I'm not, I haven't even touched it. I haven't even looked at it. Yeah, this is very uh, avant-garde yeah. of you. No, I'm kidding. I did play. I did play it a little bit. Did you actually play I it? Did. A little bit? I I played it a little bit. I uh, yeah, I had to. Uh, now I I couldn't buy the game. I couldn't because I just I had to be quick, you know. And uh, so, you know, as Eric says, you know, you, you got you got to emulate all your games, right? He's big on emulation and that. So I follow whatever Eric says, uh-huh. and uh, so I found a way to uh, emulate. Uh, I've never seen a DS game emulated. Did, did, is there any issues ever with it? Uh, I didn't have any issues, really. Uh, it was very easy. I was actually able to map everything to the uh, 360 controller and use the mouse as the stylus. So I could see it being an issue if you're trying to play something like one of those, like that Zelda game, you know, where you're using... Where you, where you have to use the stylus. Yeah, and move uh, Link around. So that would yeah. kind of suck. I'm sure you can get it to use the um, analog stick on the controller, but I didn't I didn't have to with this game um, because all you really used the stylus for was, like, selecting things in the menu, right? Correct. There yeah. is an option to use the stylus as the controls, which I did try out. And uh, we can talk about that in a little bit. But okay. yes, uh, you, you really don't need the stylus. It's it's one of those games that uh, it's optional. So it was it was very easy to emulate in that regard. Then that's good to know. Uh, well, maybe we should back up a second. We're talking about the game of the month for September, as I have dubbed Schmuptember. I think I'm the first person to do that. Nobody's ever done that before, right? I'm. Uh... <laughs> so you, uh, just yeah, to I think be so, yeah. so you guys are not uh, uptight about the word shmup. Then you you're okay with the word shmup. I'm fine with it. It's uh, why are you not fine with it? I I, I think it's ter- a terrific word, and I like to use it all the time. Um, Eric, how are, how do you feel about the word shmup? <laughs> Where do you stand on the shmup debate? Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, well, uh, <clears throat> it's okay. I, I, I think I tend to use it. I I don't know if it's my favorite. I like shoot 'em up, but uh, we'll go with shmup. And I've even I, said cute 'em up before, so I'm on record. Okay, it's uh, I'm not going to judge anybody at this one. That was a very diplomatic answer. When, like, when we're not here behind our backs, he's like, "Those guys are idiots." Oh yeah, says, that's the first. Says, Melissa's gonna say, "Hey, Eric, how'd it go?" He's like, "You can't believe it. They're both. They both just said shmup like fifty times, and then they stopped yeah. recording. That was the whole show." He, what a couple of schmucks! Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> just don't say guesstimate, and we'll be fine. 
Oh, fair enough. Uh, Nano Straight 2. This is the first shoot 'em up or shmup that we have played on CC Portable. And why did I choose this game? Well, I think I saw it. I was trying to figure this out. I think I saw it on a Metal Jesus Rocks Hidden Gems video or a, a DS buying guide video, somewhere in there. And I went back and I did find the video and he mentions it, but he says he, he really only talks about the first game. This is the sequel. Somewhere along the line, I got it in my head that Nano Straight 2 is the better of the two games. And so that's the one that I own. And uh, that's how it got chosen. I like I've never <laughs> played it before. I wanted to do a shoot 'em up. I wanted to do a weird shoot 'em up because it's not like there's a big famous shoot 'em up on the DS, you know. Um, so I thought, well, heck, let's just go with this unknown one and uh, see what people think. And so that's how I picked it. But before we get into the game, let's talk about shoot 'em ups for a second. Eric, I'm really excited that you're on this episode because, to my knowledge, you're a big shoot 'em up fan. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I love the series or the the the, the genre, and I always uh, I always end up buying a lot of shoot 'em ups when I when I can. They're they're my favorite thing to to look out for. So without delving too deep, name some of like the really hard ones that you've beaten. Well, okay, so you're going to embarrass me because I haven't actually beaten very many, and uh, I'm terrible I, at these games. I knew it. I'm testing your cred right now. I knew it. I was like, this yeah. liar. He doesn't know anything about shooting. I love to play them, but I could never get past, like, level – they always make level three or four the hardest ones, but, <laughs> <laughs> which is embarrassing, right? But, um, no, the hardest one I've ever beaten is Power Strike for the uh, Sega Master System, which is an Alesta series game, which is one of my favorite series. If you're familiar with Xanak or – Blazing Lasers or Space yeah. Megaforce, those are all similar to, um, they're all sort of Alesta. I don't, I don't know if they have the exact pedigree of being an Alesta game, but they're all, they're all very similar. And that, did that's you, my did you say that was your, that's your favorite? It's my favorite series. Yeah. That style. Okay. The, you know, they have, the, absolutely you don't have to get into it, but, but, but I haven't beaten very many, um, shoot 'em ups, uh, Curtis, and, and we'll talk about how well I did with Nano Street too, uh, as we go along, I think. I can't wait. Uh, have you beaten Fantasy Zone? Oh yeah, I, I have beat Fantasy Zone on the Master System, not not the arcade, but the Master System port. I I did beat um, uh, about 2007 or so. It took me a while to finally get to it. That's a shoot 'em up, right? Do you consider that a shoot 'em yeah. up? Yeah, that's probably the one I refer to as a cute 'em up. Um, it's a horizontal scrolling uh, shoot 'em shooter. Yeah. Just queued him up. That's stupid, stupid. <laughs> Who would say that? <laughs> Who would say that? Uh, okay, good. So you got some cred. Where, where do you stand, Kevin, on the on the shoot 'em ups? Uh, I like them. I enjoy them. Uh, they're really pretty. I love the graphics uh, on most of them. I can't. I'm I'm horrible at them. Um, I finished. Uh, yeah. I don't think I finished the single one I, I, without like emulating on. Uh, the PC or the Xbox, states. Uh, like, like one, yeah, one of those um, arcade ones where you could just like emulate the mm. quarters going into the machine and just have unlimited continues. I think that's the only way I've ever finished one, as far as I can remember. But uh, I do enjoy them. I do like them. Do you, I, I just I suck at them. Do you have a favorite? I do really like Blazing Lasers um, on the on the Turbo Graphics and. Mm, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not very good at shoot 'em ups, as I uh, proved to myself this month. I, I thought <laughs> that. I thought that, and it reinforced that thought this month. Um, I do enjoy them. I'm in the same boat. I don't know who doesn't like shoot 'em ups. They're really fun. They're easy. They're kind of that, like, you turn off your brain and you just sit there and you, and you do your thing. Uh, I would say my favorite. And I'm taking the arcades out because I think the arcades are really fun and like the riding games. I love playing those. I remember playing those growing up. But I really like Space Mega Force on the Super Nintendo. Okay. I think that's like one of the best shoot 'em ups. I love the power ups. Everything about it. That that yep. game just rules. Yep. So there we go. Now we know we got our, our cred and then we all suck at uh, shoot 'em ups. <laughs> so yeah. so this should be good. Uh, back to Nano Straight Two for a second. Um, just some quick history on it. To catch you up to speed, it was released March 11th, 2008, and it was prestreet, pre pre that's not even a word, preceded by Nanostray 1, 
which I knew about, but I didn't know this, that there was actually two spiritual sequels that came out on the 3DS. One was called Nano Assault, and then the sequel to that was Nano Assault Neo. Oh, I did not know that. I have that, uh, one of the nano assaults. I found it like well, there you go. cheap. I had no idea yeah. it was uh, tied into the, this series. That's yeah, cool. when I was doing my research this afternoon for five minutes, I found that out. Hmm. So I thought that was really, I, I put that in my notes to talk about. That's a, that's a fun fact right there. <laughs> there you go. Um, and that's it. Let's get into the discussion. What did you guys think of Nano Straight 2? Let's start with Eric. Um. I thought it was well. First of all, I was impressed by its uh, its technical polish or its uh, the graphics and everything. I, I was really impressed with what this game was pulling off for a Nintendo DS game. I mean, I think it's rendered in 3D or the backgrounds are 3D, um, and uh, I, I was really impressed with the with the graphics and everything like that. Um, <clears throat> there's something else I was going to say about it, but uh, my first impressions were I, I was really, oh, I know, that it was uh, both horizontal and vertical. I, I really liked that aspect of it. Um, I like both horizontal and vertical shooters, and you don't see many games that that kind of do both. So my first impressions were it was a very, very competent and very beautiful-looking game, and I was impressed that they were doing this on the on the Nintendo DS. Yeah. Kevin? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with Eric. Um, I think the ship, and the bosses were 3D rendered as well. I think just the um, your your fodder that was like all 2D sprites, um, as far as I could tell, anyways. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I liked it. I loved the mechanic with the that played a lot into it with the shooting forward and then shooting backwards with the left and right uh, triggers on the well on on my controller. But I guess I suppose it's on the DS. I thought that was really cool. Uh, I liked the music. Um, I couldn't hum you a few bars now, but it was just, it was good. Um, it, it It's difficult. That's that's the only thing that um, frustrated me, was how difficult it was. Um, I, I don't know how much you want to get into it. Are we as just... much as you want. Okay. Just, just, go, just go for, for it. it. This okay, is... so the mechanic of, uh, so basically, in order to upgrade your weapon you need to take out a wave of enemies which sometimes was really easy to do and other times it was really tricky to do um, for instance i mm-hmm. believe at the beginning of the third uh, segment they, were, they just threw a bunch of um i don't know they were like white blue. cells or something yeah yeah. Blue cells. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah they just threw a bunch of that at you which you had to avoid and then in that mess you had to try to get like a a, a, a round of like the red ones you know, yeah. a wave of the red ones so you can upgrade yes. your weapon. And until you could do that, and I was like, you know, sticking to the bottom of the screen, just trying to get through all yeah. this stuff. And, and you, you pop your head up a little bit just to get your, uh, uh, try to get a wave uh, of them so you can get that spread shot. And, you know, when it upgrades, you get, at first he, it kind of shoots out forward and left. And then the second time it shoots out forward and right, which sounds really dirty when i'm talking about it right now i'm just thinking about it's kind of like you're just getting up and having to pee and it kind of shoots in <laughs> different directions <laughs> you never know it's a it's a surprise yeah but anyways um i found that a little bit um frustrating uh, at times uh, i is it is a different way to do it i don't think i've ever seen any shoot 'em up do it uh that way before um but so that that was an interesting way um but yeah, overall, I, I I I enjoyed this game. I liked it. Yeah, just difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, one thing, and maybe you can answer this for me, Eric. Would you consider this a bullet hell game? You know, I I um I didn't really uh, because based on my experience with bullet hell, I mean, they paint the screen with these bullets, right? And yeah. for the most part in this game what you what i discovered what it seems is like things come in waves and there's actually sort of a scoring mechanic which i never even got to worry about because i wasn't advanced enough but the game kind of comes in waves and there's a couple of bosses that will kind of spray the screen Mm -hmm. but um i don't consider this i consider this sort of on the hairy edge of you know like we mentioned the alesta series those aren't bullet hell either those are you know you you can navigate your way and there's certainly you know the screen is crowded but 
this is sort of what I consider like a transition one. And I know the game came out in 2008, which puts it well past sort of the bullet hell. I think, you know, the invention of bullet hell. But no, uh, the short answer is no, I don't really consider it a bullet hell because it just didn't have the massive um, screen filling you know, waves and patterns. And when you look at a bullet hell shooter, when they put these bullets on the screen, they paint these, you know, p- patterns on the screen. And I didn't really see that except for in a couple of bosses. Yeah. I, I think the, the, the difference between uh, a regular shoot 'em up and a, and a bullet hell, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the way I've always thought of it is with a bullet hell shooter, you're just constantly looking at your ship and finding, um, uh, uh, you know, space for your the ship gap. to yeah, yeah, the gap for it to be, and it doesn't even matter where you're shooting at, right? It's like it's yeah. that's just inconsequential. The the goal of the game is just to keep constantly looking at where your ship is, which you do have to do at some points in this game, um, but for the most part, like you can you know shoot out those waves of enemies and that, and you know time your shots a little bit. Um, mm. So that that to me has always been a little bit of the of the difference. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, cause I, I, I asked that because I, I found it difficult and I, oh, sure. I'm, like I said, I suck at shoot 'em ups, but I felt like I really sucked at this game <laughs> and I had a difficult time with it. The, mm-hmm. the things, here's the things I liked about the game. Um, after you beat the first stage, you kind of got like a choose your own adventure type scenario, almost Mega Man. You got three stages you can choose from. I like that mm-hmm. because you can, you can see a lot even if you suck you know if you can't beat that level well you can play it again and go on to the next level i like that and when you beat those three levels you unlock like another three i like that that that's all great um i also like this game has a million modes to it it's got the adventure mode which i guess wasn't in the original nano stray or something i was reading something like that which i found whoa that's crazy it didn't have a story to it um, you have an arcade mode, which is really just a high score mode where you, once you have played the level in the game, whether you beat it or not, you've unlocked it in arcade mode. You can go back and replay it and try and get a high score. Mm-hmm. I didn't really touch that. Uh, there was challenges you could play where you, for instance, would have to collect 30,000 points in 30 seconds yeah. or, or survive 15 waves of enemies. Um, and those were fun. But again, I played a few of those, and I could only beat, like, five of them. I couldn't even beat the first section of challenges. Did you guys try the challenges? No. At all? I did. Okay. I did. How'd you do? Yeah, I um, I tried. So, yeah, there's. I think there's four, there's four challenges, A, B, yeah. C. I'm guessing A, B, C, and D. I only got to A, and I think there yeah. were eight in there. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I did about five or six of the eight and decided I wanted to I need to spend my time trying to get through the uh, the adventure mode. So they were I found them to be very difficult and yeah. uh, uh, I wasn't able to. And it turns out that I bought the game used and I didn't realize this at the time. But the guy or, or person before me who had it, he could only he or she could only get, you know, five or six of those, two. Yeah. And uh, none of the challenges were unlocked past that. So, yeah, definitely. It was too difficult, and I didn't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. Well, apparently, if you manage to beat these uh, challenges, like if you beat all eight in A, you can unlock these simulations, which are another little mini game you can play. I didn't unlock any of these, but it's a neat feature. Uh, and yeah. there's also there's also I believe like a multiplayer with it, which yeah. I did I did not try out. Um, no. I don't even know. I don't even know if you still can. Can you? Not sure. Was there it was I, online, or was it the LAN, like through your local? Uh, okay. The game's multiplayer mode is limited to play between two players in multiplayer cooperative, multi-card, and dual uh. modes, both of which are played locally. The game also has single-card download capability with two modes available. Yeah. That was kind of neat. The single—I noted that the other day—that there's a single card multiplayer. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But like, that's a nice uh, that is cool that the DS did that. The one that springs to mind right away is Mario Kart did that, which I thought was really cool. Only one person had to have it. But the only thing that sucked about that, or the drawback, was anybody who didn't have it could only race as Shy Guy. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's cool. So lots. The game offers 
a lot of stuff, which is yeah. always, always great. And you you are not required to use the stylus, which we mentioned briefly. I like that. I did try it with the stylus. They they give you that option, and it sucks. It is so hard <laughs> to use. It, oh, my God. I mean, especially, Kevin, you were talking about switching the guns behind you and in mm. front of you on the side. Oh, trying to do that and move around with the stylus. And the problem is the the you're playing with the stylus on the bottom screen where you touch the stylus to. So you're touching the ship directly, which you're already obscuring your view mm. trying to touch the ship. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's very difficult. It doesn't work well at all. So I would not recommend that if you play this game. That's what I liked about the game. What I didn't like about the game was it barely had it, it didn't it really didn't have upgrades to your guns. Yeah. You had special weapons mm. in place of that, but you could you you picked it before the level, you could never change it and you could really only upgrade your guns uh, to have two options or whatever you call them in front of you. So so you basically have three lines, three shots going. That did not sit well with me. Where, where do you guys sit on that? Kevin? I, I did like how um, at least you could refill the... So it used... Like you had an energy meter on the second screen. And the more you used that special weapon, the more it would uh, dissipate. Once you got your, your try shot going, if you continued to take out waves, you could um, refill that meter uh, with uh, the little coins that they would leave in behind. So I did like that. I didn't feel like a lot of times it's like, oh, you only got three or four special shots to use throughout the entire level. So as, as long as you stayed, it, it kept you motivated to keep taking out those waves, you know, to stay focused mm -hmm. on a wave so you can keep that replenished and make the game a little bit easier for you. So I did really appreciate that mechanic. It would have been nice to be able to change to different things on the fly to try them out. But um, I think that this game... Um, kind of has a lot of um, uh, mechanics in it to in make it appear like as if there's more going on than what right. there is going on. Like it's it's really a very short game, even though I, I didn't finish it. I'm not sure if you guys finished it, but there's really only eight stages and they're not that long. And I think the difficulty and the way it kind of makes you want to replay the levels with those different weapons is a way to inflate the length of the game you know to make it sure. seem longer than what it is because it's really short and I, I don't know i think that's kind of it's that's where the it's kind of fault it's it's not good eric where did you stand on the lack of variety in the weapons well i think that's that's probably my biggest complaint about the game uh if i can i mean i you know you mentioned that there's a or Kevin mentioned, you know, you've got this primary weapon and you upgrade it by killing waves off. And that's something that you do very early in each level, or at least you try to do. Mm -hmm. And then uh, once you have those three, that three shot, um, that's it. There's there's no real upgrades, right? You've got your special weapon, which you can use and then refill. So that's part of the strategy. But that primary shot, that's it. And one of the one of the joys, at least I get about playing shoot 'em ups is uh getting in the Alesta series again you, you can keep getting these power-ups and your primary weapon becomes more and more powerful and you kind of get this sense of accomplishment and so they didn't really have that um they did have a thing where i wanted to note where when you die um you don't lose that yeah you still have all three That's so sweet. that was nice right. and they offered a feature which i maybe wanted to ask about which i almost never used i experimented with it a little they offer you uh the ability to configure three ways that those that three-way shot will work and i don't know if you guys messed with that but you can rotate them around your ship and you can actually rotate the directions that they point in so there's all this variability about the way those that three-way shot works and you have three pre-programmed settings but it turns out that it's not very useful the, the ones that i thought were the default concentrated forward up straight up and down or diagonal to the back those are the three i ended up using so there nah. was wait. There was more the than just those three. <laughs> you can yeah, you yes. can actually tweak it. Oh, really? There's a little yeah. little uh, slider lever at the bottom underneath each one that you could drag the stylus and or the mouse or the mouse <laughs> and rotate how how much width oh, you had okay. between them. But I agree. You can Eric. rotate the then you can rotate which direction the bits themselves are also firing. There's another. Right. There's two op. So you can have these three preset. And I messed with it, but. 
But the default ones are the best ones. Are the best ones. Yeah, okay. the default ones are the ones that. So are again, best. it goes back to Martin. It's like they're adding stuff that doesn't doesn't matter to try and make it seem better than it is. That's it's exactly not. right. That was my take too. That they added a bunch of stuff. Um, if I can, I wanted to ask a little bit about the special weapons. You know, as you go in each level, they add a new special weapon each time, right? right? And there's maybe six total. Yeah. Um, did you guys mess with those a lot, or did you did you pick a favorite, or did you pick a favorite per level? Because once you pick it, you get to pick it at each level, right? Right. Each new stage, you get to pick that weapon again. Did you guys uh, did you guys find that certain ones worked better in certain levels? Um, for me, I I just stuck with the seeker one for the most part. Uh, the last level I played, I only made it to uh, th- the seventh level. So I think through the sixth level, I they gave you like this new one that was a red one. It had like three. Yeah. And I so I messed around with that one a little bit for but for the most part, I just stuck to that seeker one. That one seemed to be. The best because you didn't have is to that aim the second it or anything. One? Yeah, is that the one with the yellow, the two yellow yep. things that seek out? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you didn't have to aim it, right? You just let it go and it'll find the the target. Right. So I found that really handy uh, with the bosses. So I just stuck with that one for the most. That part. was the same way. Same way. Yeah. I I almost <laughs> every shooter or every shoot 'em up. I almost always get the homing missiles. Those are always my favorite. Yeah, because it just makes makes my job easier. Right. So all three of us did that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there <laughs> you go. I want to point that out because, I mean, what it kind of indicates is exactly what Kevin said, right? You kind of find this thing. They offer all this variability, but there's a couple of winning strategies. And we all three picked the same. Of course, none of us finished the game, right? So maybe uh, anyone get a strategy or something. But we all picked the same strategy. And uh, that's interesting to me because there's variability with no real consequence. Did, so yeah. you, neither of you guys finished the game? You, neither no. You guys got, oh, okay. I didn't. No. Oh, okay. I got so I don't all feel so the bad. way. I wasn't able to get to the eighth and final level. I could unlock that those yeah. last three, but I could never beat those three. Yeah, that's where I am. And I think a problem with this is the – this is like old school video game. Yeah. You got your three lives – or your five lives and three continues. And once those are spent, there's no password to give you more. Yeah. There's no cheat. You can skip levels. You're done. You got to start the game over. I mean, it's which a part of me appreciates, but a part of me is like, come on. It was like 2008. Like nobody did that. Right. At it, that time. That should be an option. You know, that should be right. like, hey, you're really into those old school shooters. Yeah. And, you know, you could turn off all those the continues and that and you can challenge yourself to get that. And you get, I don't know, an, an achievement or something at the end. But it would have been nice if there was. I, I mean, I know there's an easy mode, but I don't know. Let's even easier mode, training wheel mode or something where right. at least you could play through the game and see all the content, you know, and then maybe go back and challenge yourself uh, to I, do the I, I want to point things. that out. Did you how, what, what difficulty setting did you guys play it on? Oh, I, I broke every uh, Q-Dog rule that there is possible. I played it on easy. I use continues. And I use save states, and I still couldn't get through it. it was, wow! Because I, I would use save states, and it would be like constantly, like you know, I'm like, oh, I, I screwed this up, so I would like put in another save state in that, and then it just got to the point where it's like, okay, I just want to like advance on from this, so I'm just gonna blow through my ships just to see what's next. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I just, I, I mean, I'm sure if I sat there and kept going at it, I, I probably would get through the game, but uh, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, I played on easy. I broke all the Q-Dog rules, too, because my goal was to unlock those those eight levels, and I, it sounds like Kevin or, or maybe Curtis, you guys got to level seven. I wasn't able to even get that far, so every time I played, I had to make sure once I got past the first four and then the second group of three unlocked, or whatever it was, I had to make sure I picked a different one each time so that it would unlock in the arcade and the uh, arcade mode, so I could I could play them. But I continued and I played on easy, and I still um, I don't think I could get to level seven. I think as far as I could get was level six. Yeah, and so can, I, I couldn't. Could do you it. Re- quickly for those who might not be familiar? Can you just go over your Q Dog rules really quick? <laughs> well, normally to consider a game a legitimate win, at least as my brothers and I grew up. And that's what started this, is that we wanted to compare ourselves against each other, right? So we had to have a level playing field. The Q-Dog rules are really no continues, and you have to play on the default setting. And in a case like uh, Nanostray, where they let you select it, uh, there's no real default. But we would probably say that normal 
uh, would have to be the default setting. So if I were ever to count this as a legitimate win, I'd have to get through it on normal without using any continues. And that is not in the cards. It will never happen. Now, now hold on. Without using any continues? I mean, like... That's correct. It's crazy, man. Too many rules, that, man. <laughs> that's... Come on. That's... I, I get the default because I try and... I, I feel like if you want to consider it a legitimate win, you should beat it on like the normal setting. Yeah. But but not using the continues, it's like that's what they're there for. Well, we considered it like putting in a, another quarter in, right? And you can see right now, I mean, this is becoming popular, right? The 1cc win or something. It's like a one continue win or one life win. That That's kind of how we've always played. So those, those people yeah, are no idiots. Well, <laughs> people are, if, if everybody okay, no jumped offense, off of, if everybody jumped off a bridge, Eric, would you? Hey, look, that's how we set it up when we were kids. And it's just kind of kind of stuck with us is that you, you got to get through it with what they and you can argue that continues come with it. Right. But it's sort of like the lives they give you and the difficulty they get you. If you can get to the end, you, that's a legitimate that's a legitimate win. And gonna, I you know I disregard those rules sometimes now. It's too hard. I'm going to throw this out to the Cartridge Club universe. Where do you guys stand on the Q-Dog rules? Are <laughs> continues good? Yay, nay. I want to hear from you guys. Find me on Twitter, forums, Jeez. wherever. I don't care. Give me a call. Text me if you have my number. Let me know. I want to hear from you guys. Okay. I've so lots of Go ahead. I, say that one more time. I said I've already gotten mocked lots of times about the Q Dog rule, so I think hey, I know where the CC stands. I, but I think I think half of it is very fair. That's all. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You you're with the continues, right? Okay. Of course. That's. I mean, it's come on. Whatever. Okay. Move back to Nano Strike Two. Are you glad I'm here have... yet, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm great. This is great because we have a tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to say about this game. I do want to point out i think as my last thing i i wasn't a big fan i thought it was kind of boring looking uh the menus the 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 i i, I appreciated the 3d graphics and everything but i thought the boss designs and the enemy design, i just thought it was all very bland i don't know did you guys get that yeah i wasn't sure yeah. if it was like 2008 ds or not um I don't know what else came. I, I guess you'd have to look at what other games came out in 2008 for the DS and compare them, which I didn't I think do. So I think you can look before that. I mean, there's Game Boy games that look better than that that we'll talk about in a second. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I must be I must be the minority then because I thought it was a. Uh, I thought I was actually impressed with the game, the, the graphics and and how it looked and the 3D rendering. But I mean, maybe I thought I don't play I, a lot of NDS games. I, I don't want to say I thought it looked bad. I just thought it looked okay for a DS game from 2008. Okay. I mean, I was underwhelmed, to put it in one word. Wow. All right. And of course, I had it blown up on my 4K monitor, which isn't really the best way to judge um, <laughs> D, Nintendo DS games. So be probably, yeah, yeah. might be right. Uh, with that being said, do you gentlemen have anything more you'd like to add about Nano Straight 2? This is the, the final call. Um, I, I think I would just wrap it up with by saying uh, I think if the game spent more time on, like, forget about the frivolous stuff, just focus on the, the good stuff and give you more content within the, the campaign, you know, make it longer um, and give you, um, you know, some continues so you unlimited continues so you could see the content or yeah or even have even if it had like some sort of if if you hit a certain like if you got hit by a shot or whatever maybe some shields or something like that um where you could take three shots or something that would make it a little mm -hmm. more palatable i think it's if like for a, a shmup and for people who are fans of them i think you'll you if you're really into those kind of games you'll enjoy it but just for the casual uh schmo like me who just likes um likes to play them casually i just that, i've just found it a little frustrating and i wish you know it, it just would have toned down the extra stuff and just stuck to what it did well instead sidebar i think we have been nailing all the words that start with schmuck <laughs> i've been trying here i got <laughs> them all written down here schmuck schmo schmuck uh, do you, you do not <laughs> i was hoping that eric hated the word really much like as bad as Ramvox did, so we could have really some much. Really, yeah. you, ho you hoped he hated it really much. Really much, as much as Ramvox did is what I was trying to no, say. No, sorry. Uh, what other schmuck words are there? Sh isn't like schmaltz? Oh, schmaltz. That's a good one. 
Shmeel? Is that Shmeer? Shmeer? Isn't that thing? Isn't that like a Jewish yeah. word or something? Shmeer? Could be. I don't know. Nobody says that. Schmuck. All right. Shmeet. Gentlemen, are you ready for the three questions of doom? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. We'll bounce back and forth. Why don't we start with any mini money, Mo Kevin? Question number one: Is this a good portable game? Uh, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, opinions aside, does this work well as a portable game? Yeah, I think it works well with the DS. Like, you could tell it's a DS exclusive because of like just how the the weapons function with the um, left and right trigger like that just kind of felt like yeah this is like an exclusive ds game so um even though i played it on a computer um it just yeah it felt it felt like a ds game if that makes sense so i i guess so like i mean it it just needed to do those things that i talked about earlier better and it would be fun i mean mean, it's a portable game this this question is really to uh yeah go ahead it just reminded me of something that was the other thing too is i found now, so when you play the the, the emulator, uh, it keep I keep the aspect ratio like the DS aspect ratio, so it's almost like you got a DS screen in front of you. And I felt like the screen was a little bit crammed. I think they felt like like there was just a little bit too much going on for that small screen. I can't imagine playing it on like a regular DS. Did you guys okay. both play on the the XL or did you use the regular DS? I played on my 3DS. On the 3DS, okay, that's a regular screen, yeah, right? Me too. The, okay. big, the bigger no, it's a bigger screen but yeah i i can see what you're uh, if i played this on like my ds light yeah i just that that would actually probably be pretty difficult yeah so i did yeah. feel like it was a little bit crammed so okay Fair that's enough. a point against yeah. the portability so i don't know i'm wishy-washy on whether or not it's a good portable game is that fair well let's go to eric that's totally fair yeah well i judge a good portable game based on you know how easy it is to pick up and play and whether you can play in short sessions and i don't remember if this is a feature of the ds i think it is but certainly it was on the 3ds and that is you can play for a while and you can close the lid and it effectively pauses the game so uh i and i did that right so i would pick it up and i'd play a level or two and i'd get to the level transition and i'd close the lid and i'd come back to it later so um i do think it's it's a it's a fine portable game because it it has the characteristics of being pick up and play and just kind of you can play it uh for a short time and there's not a lot of context to the game right it's not like if you come back 10 hours later you're gonna be like well what was i doing oh yeah i'm shooting these guys so um yeah it's a good portable game and we didn't even mention the story did anyone even pay attention (laughs) i I know i didn't i skipped them i mean it's it's you're trying to you get in a it's a virus the nano stray is a virus okay it's yeah. infecting and you're basically trying to figure out where the virus came from and how to stop it i mean it's pretty standard stuff so were mm-hmm. we in space or were we in some sort of organic being at times i couldn't tell what was it like it felt like we were in some sort of organic thing at times uh, okay. Like there was worms no i didn't get that impression and, you go and, to different planets you go to different planets <laughs> And yeah. I think I know the level you're talking about or some of them. And I could see why you would think that. But many of them, you were flying over cities and stuff like that. So I don't think it was like a, I don't think it was like a what do you call it, inner space or, you know, incredible journey or whatever it is where you're flying inside some alien. I, I didn't get that impression. OK. Fair generally. Uh, it's fantastic voyage. As well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what did I say? I don't know. Fantasy incredible Island. Incredible, I think you said. I think you were talking about right. that. that that movie that uh, inspired Homeward Bound, wasn't it? Incredible Journey. The oh, the, the, I thought he said Fantasy dog. Island with Ricardo Montalban and Tattoo. No, something like that. That would make for a good shmup, a cute up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand your old man references. You two can laugh about fan. I don't even know what what is Fantasy Island. Isn't that like I a, don't you. know that? Oh boy, it sounds like a, uh, a reality show or something. Oh my goodness, Curtis, I'm gonna have to school you. On your 70s yeah. TV, your 70s yeah. schmaltzy TV. You got something to talk about on the next Retro Fandango. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to to put a bookend on this. I, I think it's a good portable game for the pickup and play. I think it, it works well, um, which leads me into my next question. Should this game belong in your collection? Let's start with Eric. I'm going to have to say no. 
This is even as a shoot 'em up fan, and I'm not familiar with all of the shoot 'em ups on the NDS. I don't think there's a lot. I'm gonna say no. You can, if it's having this game or not having a shoot 'em up, I would say you probably don't need to shoot 'em up on the NDS. Thank you, Eric. Kevin. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with Eric. Um, I think there's better systems and better ways to play shmups. Um, if you yeah. find it for five bucks. And you know that there's some frustration in there. You don't care that you can't finish the game. I mean, what the heck? Why not? It's not unplayable. It's not broken. It's not terrible. It's just I, I wouldn't go out of my way to seek it. I think it's $30 now on Amazon. I wouldn't pay that. Um, yeah. So, no, it's not necessary for any collection. Agreed. I will be selling my copy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Really? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it needs to belong in my collection anymore. I want to point out too. Uh, Dean Lasagna did beat this game, and he beat yes. it like super, super quick. That guy's like the Rain Man of video games. He can beat yeah. anything. It's yeah. insane. So, uh, shout out to you, Dean Lasagna. Kudos for being able to beat this game. Uh, my final question is: Out of five, five being perfect, what would you rate this game, Kevin? Uh, two, two stars. Holy man, that's whew, rough. Okay, is fair it? enough. Two for Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, this is two. Hey, that's it's that's your call. I put two as Matt. Like three would be good, four would be great, five would be perfect, two is kind of meh, one is poor. Don't get it. It's awful. So it's it's meh. It's meh. Two. Fair enough, Eric. Well, I'm gonna rate it a three uh, because uh, I guess I think meh is a little bit higher numerically than two, but. Um, <laughs> The game is fine. There's nothing technically wrong with this game. Uh, it's just not that fun to play. And it's it's pretty hard. I We talked about the power-ups. We talked about a bunch of things. So I'm going to give it... There's nothing really wrong with it, but I can't understand. I, I've been thinking about why I don't really enjoy playing it, and it's a three. Eric, we're finally in the same boat about something. <laughs> I'm also going to rate it a three. My scale goes... You know, one is terrible, two is below average, three is average, four is above average, five is perfect. And this is right down the middle. It's just yeah. an average game, boring, but there's nothing really wrong with it. Right. There's things I would fix to make it better, but there's nothing wrong with it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Two threes and a two for that game, which is Nano Stray 2. Um... That's all there is to say about Nanostray 2, which is good because this next section is where I normally uh, recommend games of a similar ilk. Um, in this case, I threw it out to you guys in Cartridge Club Land. I asked uh, for some other great portable shooters that you could recommend, and we got some good stuff. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, I'm going to go through that right now. First up, we had Pixel Sickle, or rather, at Pixel Sickle, which is Ian from the Completely Unnecessary Podcast. He said... Uh, he, he actually gave an interesting one. It's called Dangan Game Boy, which is a homebrew shoot-em-up. Have you guys heard of this at all? No. Nope. I, uh, neither did I. I looked it up today, and I found out it's a bullet hell boss rush game on the original Game Boy. And it does not look like it's up my alley at all because I don't like bullet hell games. And I'm not a big fan of boss rush games, but this game looks beautiful for the game boy i mean you don't try and picture a bullet hell game on a game boy yeah and they pull it off like beautifully it really does look cool Hmm. um if you you get a chance check it out it it looks it looks fun steven eider uh recommended a couple he recommended x on game boy which is a japanese exclusive game of course for that thanks for that steve no one can find (laughs) Yeah. yeah, but That's I believe this. Uh, the good the, here's the good thing about that Game Boy games are uh, not region specific. You can or well, not region locked. You can play them on anything, so you mm. can get this game. It's also English friendly, from what I could see. I looked up some gameplay. You don't really need to speak Japanese to be able to play this game. The weird thing about it, <laughs> it's it's like a Star Fox game almost on Game Boy. It's got that hmm. like 3D vector graphics, and it's a first-person perspective. So it's uh, it's almost like Star Wars, the arcade game, hmm. kind of like that. 
um, which is, looks very technically impressive on a Game Boy. Another one to check out just to see what the visuals are of it. Uh, and he also said the Gradius collection on the PSP, which, yes, the Gradius games are great. I think there's like four or five on that one. And uh, well worth the money you would spend for that game. Um, our boy Ramvox, Kevin, your main man, he yeah. recommended Quarth on Game Boy. Are either of you gentlemen familiar with Quarth? No. Neither was I. He, I, runs, I, the, I he runs the bar on Deep Space Nine, right? Quarth? No. That's for all the Star Trek fans out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in a Star Wars territory here, apparently. That's very funny. Didn't, yeah. he just, didn't he just die? No, that was uh, Nog. That was a test you yeah. passed, Kevin. All right, well done. Rest in peace, Nog. And it's uh, Quark, right? Yes. I know you were making a joke. Right. But... A pun. Uh, there you go. Well done. Um, Quarth, this game is weird. And it looks awesome. It's like Tetris meets a shoot 'em up. Kevin's looking it up right now, I can tell. I'm trying to type very, very quietly here. And it you know, it if... looks it's hard to explain. It's like it's coming down from above and you have to shoot up and kind of create squares to uh, you know, make them disappear and they start coming down fat. It looks really fun. I, I, I think I'm going to seek this game out because I know I see it all the time, but I didn't know what it was. Huh. And it, it does look great. I, I'm really impressed with all these recommendations this month. And then finally, Matt Bandy recommended Solar Striker, which is, to my knowledge, kind of the go-to Game Boy shoot 'em up I've never played it. And coincidentally, it was almost the game of the month for this month. I was going back and forth between Solar Striker and Nano Stray 2. I don't actually own Solar Striker yet, which is how Nano Stray 2 won. I have that game. Do you? Yeah, I don't think I played it, though. <laughs> I got it. There you go. <laughs> I always uh, throw it out to my guests. Do either of you have a portable shoot 'em up you would like to recommend? Um, no, I can't think of one. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm going to recommend, uh, because I'm a big fan of this series too, and it happens to be on Game Boy Color, and that is R-Type DX, which there are much better places to play R-Type, but the R-Type DX for the Game Boy Color is a really, really impressive port, um, given the hardware. I think it might even have R-Type 1 and 2 on it, and uh, if you're a fan of horizontal shoot-'em-ups, I think more Nintendo people are are familiar with Gradius, but uh, R-Type is definitely a series with uh, with some legs. So uh, check out R-Type DX for Game Boy Color. I have that game, and you are correct. That game rules. Um, I'm going to throw out, speaking of the Gradius games, there was two Gradius games for the Game Boy. There was uh, Nemesis and Interstellar Assault. Nemesis was the first one. Interstellar Assault was the second one. Get Interstellar Assault. That is hands down the best shoot 'em up I have played on the Game Boy so far. I haven't played a whole lot, but it is amazing. Uh, there's no slowdown. It looks beautiful. Sprite works really good. Um, and that's it. Wait, I got We're one. Talk. I got oh, you one. got one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I just that's, remembered. That's, that's um, what you want to do, because like what Eric says all the time, um, emulate, emulate everything. Jailbreak your uh, PS Vita or your PSP. <laughs> And uh, get a uh, Genesis emulator on there and play some Truxton. That's my, okay. that's my recommend. Yeah. Truxton is very good. I do whatever well Eric done. says. And Eric says, emulate everything. Yep, that sounds just like me. Completely cheating, but I'll accept it. Thank All you right. for that, Kevin. No problem. And that's it for Nano Straight 2. We're done talking about shoot 'em ups right now, but we aren't done talking about games because we got a lot of games to go through, and that is the upcoming Cartridge Club games. So why don't we get into that? Coming up in Cartridge Club Prime this month, they just finished off StarCraft. What, did either of you guys play that? Yes. I was I was yeah. on the show. <laughs> oh, were you? Oh, that's right. That's part of your show. <laughs> that's right. This right. is show number two. Yeah. Fantastic. Did you like it? Yes. Well, ooh, spoiler alert. Yes. I got it. I got it. <laughs> uh, and then next month, which this is fun because we're getting into October, so it's all the spooky games. They are going to be playing Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse on the NES. Very fun. Never played that one. I hear that one's the hardest one on the on the original NES. Yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah. And then we got the Quick Save Club, 
They are wrapping up Minecraft this month. So right. Kevin obviously played that as well. I think I he, he really enjoyed it, right? Yes, I, d I dug way too many hours into it. I Because I, I played it before in the past, and I mm -hmm. thought I would like, oh, I'll just play it for a few hours, you know, just to refresh her and then talk about it on the show. And I, according to my uh, log here, I, I played another 60 hours of it this month. So we had a lot of fun. Uh, we did some multiplayer. Um, you know, Josh's um, fiance uh, is really into it. Like she, she's got like all the formulas and everything. So we we charged the the dragon in the Neither World for the first time and took him down. It's really good times. So I'm looking forward. We're going to be talking about it on Monday, and I'm lo really looking forward to that discussion. Fantastic. And then in October they're going to be playing Seventh Guest, which I know absolutely nothing about. Kevin. Can you fill us in? Do you know anything? Uh, no. Or, or it, <laughs> I'm or, going or, in blind. Or, or, you know, nothing? It's, uh, it's, I know it's, of it, yeah. It's sort of a one of those point-and-click adventures, but it's like 3D point-and-click. Uh, it's a, a classic horror game. It's supposed to be really good. We will see. Is it like... Um, what was those 3D horror like, games? You know, like no, Mist. Like Dungeons Dragons or whatever? No, oh. sort of like a okay. Mist, like the Mist style uh, games. i got you okay cool well there you go seventh guest in october which brings us to cc portable what are we playing in october we're going to be playing nine 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 hours nine persons nine doors i'm so excited to talk about this game i've been wanting to play it forever it's been on every halloween poll and it finally won this year Yay. I've, I've never played it before i started playing it already and i cannot wait to talk about it are you guys familiar with this i know eric you are i am i'm super excited that it finally won also I, I voted for it every year it's been available so i'm thrilled i definitely want to play along yeah I, I, yeah I played it before in the past and i really enjoyed it make sure you get all, all the endings because if you just do one it's gonna be like oh this 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 wasn't a really much of a game you gotta go through and which seems like it's it's one of those games it's kind of like near you know where it seems like a slog to have to go and replay a bunch of stuff but they there's enough there to keep you going yeah. different dialogue well, in that so if you're unfamiliar with the game it plays much like an escape room if you've if you're familiar with escape rooms you're set in a room you got a bunch of puzzles you got to figure out how to es escape essentially um i don't want to give too much away because the game is uh very engrossing and i'm having a blast with it so that's what we're going to be talking about next month uh and then in november we got a bit of a change up um, we were supposed to be playing Final Fantasy Adventure. That is going to be played at a later date because we are going to be playing Aliens Infestation instead. So very excited to play that. I know that's been on a lot of people's um, wish list. So we're going to be knocking that one off. And then you guys are very lucky because you get to be here when I announce the next three months of games. Oh, wow. Ready for this? I am stoked. It's that time again. So we're going to go through what's coming up in December, January, and February. And you know what? I might even throw in March, too, just because I like you guys yeah, so much. It. What do you think about that? All right. All right. So in December, I am proud to announce we will be playing the Game Boy Advance classic Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Oh, is this a Steven Eider thing? Did he make you do this? <laughs> this is a Ramvox uh special for the game boy advance yes and mm -hmm. i'll tell you what I'll tell you what two things one we're coinciding with the release of star wars rise of uh, the sky rise of skywalker whatever the the ninth one the newest star wars movie that's coming out uh -huh. and um two ramvox suggested this and it looks amazing i haven't played it yet but it's a star wars beat-em-up oh okay so okay. all right there you I'll, go i'll emulate that there you go <laughs> and, then, and then in January, uh, we are going to be going mobile. What does that mean? What? We haven't played a game on our phones yet. Oh, so here's the thing, though. I don't have a specific game picked out. I did have some ideas. Nintendo's getting into the, the mobile game market, you know, with uh, Dr. Mario World and Super Mario Run. And they just had that Mario Kart Tour game or whatever that just came out. Uh, so I was thinking maybe doing one of those if you guys are interested. Um, or who was it? Someone said that someone suggested that we play 
a mobile game. And I was like, well, little do you know, we're going to be playing a mobile game in January. I got to look that up. It's on my Twitter. Um, but we could play anything. I don't know. I'm kind of throwing it out to you guys to get some ideas of what you guys would want to play. Um, I want to keep it free, free to play. Um, oh. Unless, you know, unless <laughs> there's a big demand for, say, you know, Mario Run, I think is like 10 bucks. You got to pay for that. But mm. I don't know. Where, where do you guys stand? Well, I, I've been playing uh, lately. There's this guy. He's called, um, I, I know, I, he's like, he's one guy, just one guy that makes these games. It's uh, his company, I guess. It's 88 games or 88 games. I can't remember which. Um, but he did, um, he made this game called 10 Million a few years ago, which was like, um, it, it was only, it only came out on the iPad. And then through the years, it's come out on everything else. I ended up playing it on the PC, actually. And it was kind of like a one of those three jewel or pick, you know, match three games. That's where I'm looking for. But yeah. it was like an RPG style thing. So this little guy would run and you'd match the three jewels and he would be able to open a chest and get some upgrades. And then, you know, you'd run into a monster and you'd have to match three in order to beat the monster kind of thing. So he did that one. And then he came up with a sequel called You Must Build a Boat, which was this crazy thing where, it's, again, it was match three and... Um, you you built a boat through it, and it's just really intuitive game, I guess. Uh, but the his latest one is called uh, Photograph, and uh, it is like these um, shorter, smaller puzzle games that he has come up with. Uh, that's all tied into this really super depressing story. That's absolutely fascinating. <laughs> all um, right. Yeah, so that those are my recommendations. Check out that eight eight guy or eighty eight games. Um, I okay. think these games are cheap. They're only like a dollar or something like that. I just use the Google um, Cash, like you do the surveys, and they give you some Google Play money. Like they give you ten cents or whatever, and that just keeps building up. So I, I've been buying them with uh, with that. But yeah. yeah, and let me let me reiterate too. It doesn't have to be free. I suppose I just. I know people are going to be hesitant to jump into this, so I want to try and make it as easy as possible. Yeah, no, I, we haven't I done agree. A, we haven't done a, a phone game yet. Yeah, you know? no, I, I understand. Um, and that's pretty much all the mobile games that I play, other than like chess and backgammon. Right. You know, those words with of friends things. and that stuff. No, I don't. I've never done the words with friends. Um, Alec Baldwin turned me off of that game. I didn't. Uh, I didn't want to get angry on an airplane, so. Fair enough. Yeah. Eric, do you uh, you have anything? No. You looked very excited when I announced it. Yeah, I'm you, sorry. You, I don't. You know. dropped your head and shook it. <laughs> I know nothing about mobile games, so. Uh, you know great. What you, well, you know what you can do, do on your phone, Eric, is you can get yourself a Gen- Genesis emulator and play uh, uh-huh. Truxton on your phone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's my recommendation. We should all get Genesis emulators. Well, like I said, this is kind of an ongoing discussion right now. I haven't really decided what game we're going to be playing. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at CC Portable Unite. Let me know what you want to play. And we're going to figure this out together. Maybe we'll hold a vote. I don't know. I'm still kind of figuring it out. But I, I really want to hear from you guys on this one. So that's what we're going to be doing in January. In February, I am bringing back the Who Do You Love poll. So we did this the very first year on CC Portable where we pitted uh, Samus against Zelda Samus won, surprisingly. I really thought Zelda was going to win that, and we ended up playing Metroid Fusion, I believe. Well, this year, it's going to be the most recent uh, 3DS games for both of the series. So it's going to be either Metroid Samus Returns or Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds. I'm going to put that vote out to you guys. I'll let you know. It'll be probably in the new year or uh, maybe at the beginning of December. Uh, to figure that out, give you guys enough time to go hunt down the game. But it's going to be one of those two games, and you guys are going to decide on that. If Samus Returns happens, I'm demanding I be on. Okay, fair enough. Demand. <laughs> fair enough. So I, you want? Do you want Samus Returns? I take it. Yeah, I'll I'll and em, I'll emulate it. Eric, where do you stand? <laughs> well, I just finished playing Samus Returns, and I've never played Link Between Worlds. Oh, and Eric. it has nothing to do with Kevin being on, but uh, I'm uh, going with Zelda. Eric's like, yeah, I had enough of that guy. I don't want to hear about from him anymore. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we'll find out uh, in February. And then in March, I wasn't going – I don't normally I do the next three months, but we're going to do March right now too because I'm excited. Of course, March is always March Madness Month where we don't play one game. We pick a system 
and you play whatever you want that month. Well, I'm I'm going going kind of weird for March Madness <laughs> 2020. Uh, and I'm just gonna say it. All right, we're gonna be playing LCD games. <laughs> Wait, like Tiger. So, so I'm talking like, if you got Tiger handhelds, if you got Game and Watch, any of those wow. old like LCD games, we're gonna be talking about them. I because I noticed a lot of people have these games in their collections, but no, you never talk about them. Everybody, you know, like I have, uh, I have a Tiger handheld. I have Mortal Kombat. I can't wait to actually kind of play that and see what it's like and talk about it. I, I feel like a lot of them are just novelty display items, but I, I, I want you guys to dig them out of your closets and play them and let's talk about them. I have, a, I also have like six or seven Game & Watches I wouldn't mind talking about. So I'm really excited and I figured, you know what? Why not? 2020, let's do it. LCD so, games. Can I throw this out there? Some of those Game & Watch games actually came out emulated on the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Can we play those? You know what? Game & Watch collections? Yes. Yes, because it gets the discussion going on these games. If Because Game & Watch games can be hard to find, but the Game & Watch yes. galleries on the Game Boy, th those are very e easy to come by. If you want to play those, absolutely, because it, it allows you to play the same exact game without having Great. So there you go. Yeah, that's 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 a little asterisk. The footnote, you can play those games. Kevin seems very excited. You don't want to be on that month, Kevin? I don't, I don't think I have a single LCD game. I, I did when I was a kid, but I got rid of them because they were crap. So, all right. Well, the good news is the good news is that month you don't have to play along. If you got something you want to throw out there, a story, an audio review, didn't you do an audio review last year, Kevin? I, I did an audio review, and then I think I ended up being on the show recording it for you, and then you editing did. it. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, so you can do that too. If you got, if you got a memories, I mean, this is a great time to just share all that stuff. So if you got a memory about a game you used to play. Um, when you were a kid, talk about that. I, I remember playing, um, as far as LCD games, I remember I had a Road Rash uh, LCD game that I absolutely loved. I was addicted to it. And uh, I don't have that anymore. I wish I did. It was really cool. It was like a um, it was like a lever. Does that make sense? You know, like a um, if you're in like a fighter jet, okay, you, know, you know those controllers? It kind of looked like that. Like a flight sticker, yeah. Flight stick, yeah. It was kind of like that. And it had Where a trigger. was the screen? On the top. Of the stick? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it was a big, thick, you know. Oh, gosh, this is not good. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't rip this audio. Uh, okay, so imagine here's it. I'm holding a glass of water. So imagine I'm, I'm holding it. There's a trigger in the front, yeah. and then the screen is, like, on top. But when you moved so, the stick, like, the screen would move, wouldn't it? But you're not you're not moving the stick. Oh, it was um, there was a, a oh. D pad, a D pad where your thumb would go I like see. right under oh. the okay. screen. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so interesting. It was really fun. But anyway, I'm excited to hear what you guys think. So I'm giving you ample time to go out there if you want to buy any LCD games. I doubt very many of you are going to do that. Or if you just want to dig in your closet, get them out. There you go. That's what we're going to be talking about in March. Oh, <sighs> that's it. Okay. We're at the end, boys. Time for plugs. As always, you can find me on Twitter at CC Portable Unite. You can tell me what games you want to play, if you want to be a guest on the show, or you can do the very same thing over on cartridgeclub.org where you can hop on the Discord or the forums and join in on the fun. It's very simple, very easy. All you got to do is go in and poke around and say, I don't know, say something, whatever you want. I don't care. Go in and poke uh, around. You go. go in and poke around. Um, and that's it. So I want to thank my uh, guests for being here. Kevin, you want to plug anything while you're here? As Buried on Mars on YouTube, Retro Fandango, type it into Google, it'll pop up. Quick Save Club, playing Seventh Guest. We already talked about that. That's it. Eric, Mighty Q Dog. Um, you did it in the Q Dog house. Are we going to be getting another one? Well, yeah. We're, we're going to do a few leading up to PRGE, but. Uh, yeah, well, we well, Q Dog House is still around. We'll do them occasionally, but yeah, you can find me and and my wife Melissa uh, on YouTube at Mighty Q Dog, and we're both on Twitter at Mighty Q Dog and Mrs Q Dog, and I'm now on Instagram, so you can look for us or look for me on Instagram at Mighty. Gram. Yeah, it's a big deal. I didn't know you were you were on the gram. Am I following? Yeah. I don't think I'm following you. Well, I don't know, and I might not be following you. I just. Uh, 
I think I am, but uh, Wait, I'll double you... check when I'm done here. I <laughs> am following you. Oh, yeah. No, your pictures just haven't been that good yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't use Instagram okay. very much. You're getting your feet wet. You're getting your yeah. sea legs. I thought I thought about it last week. I thought, I'm going to join Instagram. You know what? And I'm going to do like a vinyl album of the day. I'm going to find out like some album that came out and, you know, it was released that day like 10 years ago or whatever. And I'm going to take a photo of it. And I'm going to post it. And I'm like, no, nah, that's too much work. I don't yeah, think it, was a, it is a lot of work. Yeah. And who cares? You're like the only one who cares. You know, I mean, we all we do is we scroll through it and go, oh, neat. Yeah. Uh, Van, Halen, Van Halen, that's cool. Double tap like. And then you move on. Yeah, like, it. is it yeah. worth yeah. all the time you're going to set up no. lighting it? Doing the research now. And then put all the hashtags. That's really the thing. I would, If I could just copy and paste those hashtags in there instead of typing them out all the time. Too many hashtags on the gram. And who – does anyone actually use hashtags? Like does anybody search stuff? No. You know what I mean? Uh, we're, we're all just wasting our time. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah, what are we doing? This is getting existential, man, real, yeah. real quick. Yeah. What are we doing with our lives? We're just playing video games, talking about them every month. So if you want to waste your time, go out and check out. Nano <laughs> Straight 2. Yeah, there you, there you go. All righty. Well, this plane has already crashed. Big as, time. Uh, to say. So with that, I am going to sign off. Thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Curtis. A lot of fun. Yes, thanks, Curtis. This was This was great. Absolutely. And I will see you guys next month for 999, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. CC Unite.